Hello, hello, hello. Yes, this would be the KDK9 show. Greatly appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoon uh, with us. We got the Oscars tonight and the big hub that like Jason was talking about and Alexis. Will there be a surprise? Uh, some people think that Whoopi Goldberg might host it. No. There, well, they might be a surprise host. Well, Whoopi's been gone off the view for two weeks. Yeah, but people get sick all the time. Yeah, but for two weeks? Yeah. So, well, let's just see. Cause if she's got the flu, she, she could be... Jason thinks that there it's a strong possibility that she might be a surprise mm. host tonight. So, hey, you know, they, they've done, like he was saying, is that there's been so many goofy things happening with this year's, you know, uh, Oscars, that I think everybody's just going to tune in to see how this all pans out. So, anyway, we just, you never know. Who knows? Maybe uh, Steve from uh, Donna and Steve. You know, he's out there covering the <laughs> right, Oscars. Maybe yeah. he's, they, maybe he's they, the host. Yeah, maybe he's <laughs> going to be the host, okay? What the heck? Okay, why were the chickens so tired? Um, I don't know. That's a they, great question. From crossing the road. From crossing the road. That's <laughs> they, a good one. They were working around the cluck. Okay. They were working <laughs> around the cluck. All right, fine then. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I know, dumb dad jokes, as Alexis was saying. Gotta love it, though. Yeah, say before around the water cooler, even though I know nobody does. See, that's where it's a bummer. Everybody brings their stupid bottle of water in. You know what I mean? You just go to your desk. You know, the water cooler is where you spread the gossip and yeah. catch up on. Nobody goes to the water cooler, even though we have water coolers here. You know, but most yeah, everybody you, brings you their own stuff in. But they're all in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> you don't really work in an office either, so. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure how this pertains to you in the grand scheme of things. That's very true. I ta- I, I give it to the kindergartners. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can good. tell them cow jokes. There yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yeah. Smoothies. They're going to look at me. Not that they don't already do, but they look at me like I'm crazy all the time. Wanted to walk on the moon. (laughs) All right, let's go to to the lines. These poor people are waiting. Sounds good. We're going to talk to Jerry. Jerry has a question about an ear infection in a dog. All right. Hi, Jerry. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of dog? It's a Bernie Doodle. Okay. I called you, I don't know, maybe a month ago. Okay. And I got two of them, if you remember right, and I'm in Arizona. Oh, okay, okay. And so what's going on? Okay. Um, one of them has, um, I don't know if it's an ear infection, because I don't know what one is like, but it, her ear smells, and it's got a lot of brown stuff when I clean it out with the um, ear wipes. Okay, Dr. Jess. What are, what are the ear wipes? They're just um, puppy ear wipes, they're called. Is this something you bought at a pet store or something? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yep, and then I put eardrops in it to, in their ears too. The what eardrops? Uh, it's called NutraVet. Oh, uh, uh, okay. What are the ingredients on that? Do you have it with you? No, I don't have it with me. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, what um, what what other history do you have for, for this dog? How old is she? She's almost five months. Five months. Okay. And so, what have you done for a vaccine so far? So far, um, they've had both of them have had all their vaccines. Okay, and then and what are you feeding these dogs? Uh, Nutrisource. Okay. Puppy. Large yeah. breed. Okay, and you're changing the food around regularly. Pardon me. Are you changing the food regularly? Um, I haven't because I don't know exactly what to do. That's my other question. Is um, the puppy food I'm giving them is the small to medium puppy because they're mini doodles. 
Mini Small Bernie. Mini. Oh, no, we want to get off of that. And That's a too rich of, uh, I thought you had them on the large puppy. Okay, wait a minute. They're mini burner doodles? Yeah, so I'm having them on Got a it. small medium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, but I don't know how much I should be giving them. I mean, I'm really confused on that because I feel like they, on the bag, they want you to give way more than what they really you bet. need. Sure. You bet. They, okay. they want yeah. you to go through products. So, so here's the deal. This, yeah. this ear infection, <laughs> these ear problems that are commonly seen in puppies, along uh-huh. with respiratory infections, skin infections, uh, diarrhea, whatever, all the different things that puppies get. Um, mm-hmm. This is actually a detoxification reaction from the vaccine, right? So mm-hmm. your puppy mm-hmm. is trying to detox. Therefore, stop messing with the ear. The ear is not the problem. The ear is just an avenue, a way that your body can get stuff from the inside to the outside. So stop mm-hmm. trying to make it go away. I would improve the dog's diet. I would get her on a probiotic and I would restore the health of the gastrointestinal tract in order to fix this. Now she so, said uh, she said that your sm- smelled, so I would suspect some yeast, some smelled. yeast problems. Right, right, but yeast are not a bad things, right? Yeast are yeast are metal scavengers. They're in our bodies as part of our immune system and part of our cleanup crew. And the vaccines are full of mercury. Okay, so our dogs have every good reason to be yeasty. But the way to treat that mm-hmm. is an internal treatment versus attacking the ear, right? Because all you're going to do is suppress a detox, which is not good for you. So you can use uh-huh. coconut oil in the ear or something like that, something that's benign. It's just going to reduce inflammation. It's not going to make it go away. But I would stop with the eardrops and the ear yeah. wipes because yeah. you're attacking the wrong end. The <laughs> end that you need to help okay. is the immune system that's in the intestines. So in order to do that, I would look at something like uh, Springtime makes a supplement called Fresh Factors. That would be helpful. I would put the puppies on a probiotic. I would probably give them colostrum because they're they're uh-huh. young and they're trying to detoxify. Um, so those things would be a good place for you to start. And then, you know, a super good quality fish oil like Nordic Naturals or Carlson's. Okay. Okay. And I would do all those supplements with every meal. And then okay. now when my mm-hmm. Ethel had an overload of yeast... Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave started giving her apple cider, organic apple cider vinegar. Sure. I give her because she's oh. only because she's only three pounds. I got gave her maybe you know I guess it would equivalent to maybe four drops of apple cider vinegar right. you know in her food. Yeah, and that's you know and that's kind of a, a mild detoxifier, right? Because it helps decongest the liver. So sure, mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so okay. organic apple cider okay, vinegar. But but realistically, you have to have variety in the diet. So you cannot okay. feed the same thing at every meal, day in and day out, and end up with a healthy dog. And so you got to rotate so, though into it. Just don't start, mm-hmm. pull, you know, you know, go get in something else and just dump it in the bowl. You know, start out with a twenty-five, okay. uh, you know, a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old, fifty-fifty, you know, for two three days. Then three quarters of the new right. to a quarter, yeah. So, but once they've had when it. Once when you're it, doing Nutrisource, they mm-hmm. only got um, one puppy. No, you don't need food. puppy food anymore. Yeah, stop with the puppy. Yeah, you don't need the puppy food. Just go to their adult oh. recipes, okay? You know, on the back okay. of the ba- most bags, it says for all puppy foods, feed it for a year to two years. Well, number one, puppy mm-hmm. food is the most expensive one out there. And if you read the ingredients of the good, the higher, the better quality of puppy foods, it will it'll be so now like Nutrisource, large breed puppy and their adult, you know, in the teal bag. If you read the ingredients, it's so 
there, the difference is so slight, there is no difference. Okay. okay. And so that's what the thing is, is that he, they're five months old. They can get into, you could try like nutri, rotate into Nutrisource beef and rice. If you want, buy okay. smaller bags so you go through it faster. Don't buy the 33 pounders or the 15 pounders. I would oh, buy yeah, the six. I never do. Yeah, yep. good. The six pounders or whatever. And then add, try to add some raw, like OC raw uh, <coughs> in it. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can use it as a treat to start out with. Now, don't bombard oh, yeah. with all of this. You know, try to get the probiotics in there. Get the extra virgin coconut oil in there. You know, rotate all the the probiotics, You know, all that stuff. Rotate it in. Once you get them stabilized on that, then let's start doing the food. Okay. So just do okay. one thing at a time. So you don't because if you try to do too many changes, sometimes the, the system will just say, bah! <laughs> and then you you know. So like I say, just yeah. baby steps it. Baby step yeah. it in. And how much? they be eating about at that age? It, it depends on the individual, depends on their metabolism, depends on their activity level. So when you have young dogs, it's easiest mm-hmm. to let them regulate themselves as they're growing. Because otherwise you would end up getting behind. If you're not changing the amount that you're feeding every week, you're going to get behind. Which means that your dog is now requiring more calories, but you're not meeting that mm-hmm. need. So basically... Okay. At five months, you could feed the dog twice a, twice a day, and you just put down whatever looks like a reasonable amount of food for to you. And if they eat it all, then you need to give them more. Okay. Oh, okay, gotcha. And but when, but there when, are gluttons out there. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah that, you, you can't do that with Labrador Retrievers, but yeah. with most other. Well, breeds. I know these two are these two. Oh my gosh, they're like they're wild. Because yeah, I'd rather right, have but her. But that's also telling you that they're hungry. So it, with puppies, it can be hard to kind of find that fine line between having a puppy who's not too heavy and meeting their mm-hmm. growth needs, yep. and the fact that if you're training them, you're probably using treats. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, and how about grain? How about grain free? Yeah, how about grain free? Um, yeah, the, is that okay? Well, so the, in rotation, but you don't want to feed unless your dog needs a you know the grain free. You know what though? The the jury's out. What, no, no, but I mean, no. but in no dog. The reason why they brought grain free into the market is because there was dog difficulty, you know, right. digesting the rice. But then everybody's got it in their head that that's a better quality than you know, like the beef and rice or trout and rice and stuff like that. And so, like, you know, if you want to do like a beef and rice and then a turkey grain free and then maybe a trout and rice, you know, and then maybe a oh, okay. duck, you know, that's totally up to yourself. Okay? But at the same time, okay. introduce some real food, food, yeah, and make sure that you're giving the puppies table scraps. And yep. Yeah, you know, baby steps. And then also, too, see, I like to go by how a dog feels. Okay, because see, every okay. every Sunday when I get home from the radio show, before I feed the dogs, I make them stand, and then I take my finger, point your finger up by their shoulder and go along their rib cage, okay, or yeah. my hands along the rib cage to their waistline. And without okay. pushing, I should be able to feel the casing of the ribs with no gaps in the ribs, okay? If they, okay. you know what I mean? If, they're, if they feel too ribby, then bump the food up, okay? If they okay. feel you can't feel the ribs, bump them down. And once a week, feel your dog because this week we all laid on the couch because it was too cold and snowy out. So, you know, we, we yeah. require less, you know, calories, right? Okay, so that's yeah. why by feeling your dog, not by looks, by feeling because your eyes lie. <laughs> okay, yeah, yep. Okay, so that's what what you want to do. You don't want them to become gluttons. Also, they're fluffy. Yeah, yeah, they're fluffy too. So that's why you got to go through, you know, and feel the dog. You always want to feel the casing without pushing. Right. With growing puppies, though, I do find that a lot of people don't realize that as the puppy grows, you need to feed them more. Oh, that no, I totally agree that way. They'll say, and it could be hard to tell. Well, how much more? 
Well, sometimes you got to let the puppy be the driver. And so basically, if you put down that bowl of food and the puppy looks at it and looks at you and walks away, don't go find something else for them to eat. They're telling you they're not hungry. hungry. Yep. No, that's it. That's a good, oh, good okay. point. So you have to you okay. have to kind of respond to them, and it, it's like at some point, pretty naturally. Oh, that thought. Okay, let's don't hang up. We got to talk about this more, and we're late for break. So don't hang no, up. Sure. We got some more to say. Okay. Okay. What animals do you find in a mon- a monastery? What do you animal do you find in a monastery? We'll be back. Hello. There we go. I don't even know what time the Grammys start. Grammys. The Oscars start tonight on TV. I have no idea. So anyway, so uh, this we, on Channel 5, we figured that out. <laughs> yeah, we don't have access to TV in here. Yeah, I know. We it's couldn't dark. find the stupid remote. People, dark. what did you do with the remote? I'm looking up and I'm looking on walls. I look at every, I can't find the remote. You know what? It might be up there in that ledge now that I oh. see it. I don't know, but it doesn't make any difference. We're doing a radio show. It. Doing a radio show. Okay, what animals do what animals do you find in a monastery? What animals do you find in a monastery? Um, da, 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 monkeys. Da, da, da. I well, was going to say monkeys. That's pretty good. But I, that's good. Um, okay, here they have monkeys would probably be a good one. Okay. Okay, but this one here is chipmunks. Chipmunks. Oh. Chipmunks. <laughs> okay, fine. But monkeys fine. would be a good one too. Good job. Yeah, good so good um, I think it starts at seven. Oh, okay. I was thinking that at six o'clock they started, you know, walking down and looking at dresses. And well, I think there's like a pre-show, but I think like uh-huh. the actual. Oh yeah, Oscars no, I, I want to talk about seven. the red carpet. You know, oh, red carpet taking people. Yeah. You know, look so, at oh, look what she's wearing. What's she not wearing? Probably, what was she thinking? <laughs> probably, yeah. I don't know. Maybe an hour before it yeah. might be on right now. Yeah, Who knows? I, I don't know. I'm remote. <laughs> I have well, no we idea. Will figure no, it no out. No big deal. No big deal. It's no big deal. I don't get into that stuff anyway. Okay, Jerry, we're talking to Jerry. Okay, about ear infections, and we basically sum it up with that. And then we segued into feeding puppies. Right, and so but the, but let's sum up her ear thing. Stop, you know, cleaning the ears out, you know, and then yes, just stop no more drops ears. because uh, <laughs> it's nature's way of detoxifying, coming out the orifices. Right. Okay. And so in order to support detoxification, you have to support the gastrointestinal tract. Right. And so that's where we, we got talked into about uh, fresh factors from springtime, yep. probiotics, fish oil. Yep. Um, colostrum. Yep. And a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Now, the colostrum, when I went to look for some for mine, you got to pay attention to see that it's organic. Oh, heck yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, because there's a lot of colostrum out there, and it varies in prices. Huge. You know, $10 for this size canister, and then, you know, a canister half that size, smaller, is like $30. But that was organic from grass-fed cows and blah, blah, blah. So, no GMOs. Yeah, not GMOs, but hormones and such like that. So, you got to pay attention to that if you can buy colostrum. Right. And then it and then when you go to put something like coconut oil on the ear, just pick up a big blob of it in your hand and smear it on there. Don't sit with a Q tip and try to yeah, get it know, in there. paint into the crevices of the ears. Because basically the less you touch the ear the better. That mucous membrane is very delicate. Okay. And it does not want you messing with it. Okay. And then we were talking like how much food should you feed your puppies? They're five month old Bernadoodles that would be Bertanese mountain dogs and, and a poodle. All right. And so and they're minis. Uh, how big were the mom and dad? Um the dad the mom was ninety two or ninety five pounds and the dad I think is like like seventeen. Seventeen pounds? No, maybe ten. I'm sorry, ten. Whoa, somebody um, needed a step ladder for that. <laughs> so, so basically, artificial insemination. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. so you can't predict how big oh, the Oh, yeah, that's it. So the ability is a mini. I think that's what they're hoping for. <laughs> yeah. But anything can happen. 
You know, remember, you got a mutt. It's not a breed. It's a mutt. Yeah. Right? So basically, right. it, yeah. So it, it's really it's, hard to tell. It, yeah, really. Because it could be. But anyway. Okay. So then the thing is, we were talking about right. feeding and the so, d- Right. And so then, like, what you find with puppies. So a lot of times when puppies are really young, um, people feed them maybe four times a day if you first get that eight-week-old puppy. And then maybe when yeah. they're <clears throat> three or four months, then you go to three times a day. But typically what you'll find is that they will wean themselves and you find that you're putting breakfast down and nobody's eating yeah, it. Well, yeah. guess what? They're done with that meal. Quit offering it. Yep. And then also, too, do you feed them in the same room together or how do you feed them? Yeah, I do. Okay, don't. Because you want to know exactly who's eating what and how much, okay? So either feed yep. them in their kennels or feed one in the laundry room and one in the kitchen. But they don't want you don't want them to have access to each other's bowls and so, until you can see who ate what, when, and why, okay? Okay. And then yep. get used to feeling the dog once a week. You decide what day of the week are you going to feel, stand the dog up and feel him. And so that, and okay. don't look, yep. don't look at him, feel him. Do they feel too ribby? Then bump up their food, you know, maybe by an eighth of a cup or, but that's a big, we were saying that the biggest problem that people forget to bump up the food as a puppy grows. They start out mm-hmm. with a cup and a half for a lab, you know, that's eight weeks old. And then and here yep. they are four months old and they're still at a cup and a half. No, 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 no. That adds some more food there. Right, right. And, you know, and they'll, okay. they'll go through phases where they're growing faster yes. and they're hungrier. Yeah. And then they'll slow down for a while. And you're like, well, gosh, now they're leaving food in their dishes. Okay, well, don't put yeah. out so much. And- right. Yep. So just you get to know your dogs, offer mm-hmm. it, but then also don't let them become pig, you know, pigs because there are gluttons okay. in every breed that will eat everything that ain't nailed down. And all of a sudden now you got yourself a roly poly. You know, we don't want extra weight on that, those puppies because then their joints won't mm-hmm. seal by the time they're two. We want that dog to be of good weight. And there, it's called okay. puppyculture.com. Puppyculture.com. Go to that yep. and they have a chart. That it tells you oh. what to, how much exercise an eight week old pup should get, a, uh, a ten week, I mean an eight week, a sixteen week old. They walk them up to two years. On this is a big no no, and this is okay, so that you don't damage those joints. Because usually people are so interested in trying to get puppies to um, uh, not be as you know they're trying to tire them out. And so they, they yeah. either will play fetch, 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 uh, okay, or whatever, or too long walks, with, uh, and, and that stresses out the joints, and the joints won't seal correctly. So that's why it's really oh. important that you do more walks and shorter at a time, and then, like, you know, fetching, only throw the ball three times and stop. You know, because that's that's oh. hard in a dog's mm-hmm. joint to go 100 miles an hour for that ball, come to a slam and, you know, stop, yeah. Yeah. grab the ball, pivot, and then take off off of the back and legs and come 90 miles an hour to you. And if they do that 15 times, that's a lot of stress in those joints. All right. And so yeah. that's why you've mm-hmm. got to do things in moderation, not because the dog will do it. Yeah, they'll do it. Right. But you are the parent. You've got a parent and, and say, hey, you know, we're going to move on to something else for a little bit. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Good luck. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Now, uh, Dr. Jess, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. Say that again. Holistic-vet-care.com. There you go. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Okay, who's up? Okay, we're going to talk to Sue, and Sue has a question about a Persian that has gone blind. Ooh, Persian. Boy, hello. That's, hello there. I might tip my hat to anybody. Is this a full cur- full coat Persian, or do you get him yeah. buzz? Uh, actually... We we do get her um, coat um, t- 
trimmed every year. Oh, good. Okay. And yeah, she's she's really afraid of going in to get it done, so I don't like to you know do it too often. Right. You know, I want to put this out in the universe right now. FYI, people, anybody out there that grooms cats, can you please do it mobile? You know, with cats especially, that, right. that why can't you go into people's homes and and be able to do the cats? Because it's stressful enough for the cat to get groomed, but then to go into our car ride, you know, into you know to the vet usually or places, you know, so people that if you groom cats out there, you know, what? give me a call. I'll put you on my website for people that go to people's homes that will groom dogs or cats and people's homes. Okay, so that's my PSA. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so your Persian just went, how old is the Persian? She's um, 14 going on 15. 15 years, okay. Yes, and she lost her sight about a year ago mm-hmm. completely. We believe completely. Mm-hmm. And um, started out where she had to discharge in her eyes, I um, noticed that she started hit, uh, going into the furniture and the walls and was confused. Yes. And so then, um, you know, she had a lot of discharge in her eyes. I did bring her in, and the, the diagnosis was herpes, conjunctivitis, and then she had an ulcer okay. in one of her eyes. All right. And then she ended up going completely blind and um, she right now, what I've got her on is a cream like for conjunctivitis and then an antibiotic drop. And, she, you know, she does pretty good. She does um, occasionally, I'd say a couple of times a week, she gets the dark brown um, discharge through her eyes. It's really hard to see because she's blue and white. So around her eyes, she's blue. So it's really hard to see. But um, just wondering, is there anything else I can do for her? She seems to be pretty healthy. She eats good. Um, she does drink more than she did before. Okay. And it seems like she urinates more than okay. before. Wait, uh, okay, we let's uh, we'll answer that when we get back here because we got to run to break. So okay. don't hang Thank up. You. We're going to answer that. Give you your give you your uh, answer. We got a lot to talk about here. Okay, why do fish? Wait a minute. Why are fish so bad at basketball? Why are fish so bad at basketball? Other than some obvious reasons, <laughs> we'll be back. Look at outside. Did you see this, Carly? It is 5.30 and it is light outside. Isn't that awesome? Just thinking, I think, what is it, two weeks or three weeks, we go to daylight savings time? And yeah. it's really going to be light when we get out of here. There you go. It's coming, right. folks. It's coming. Hold on your wigs and keys, as Jason would say. Yes. It's, uh, spring is really right around the corner. I mean, this is not going to let... This is, if this was happening in November, yes. it would be a long winter. Yeah. <laughs> right. But this is all happening, well, end of January, February. That yeah. You know, folks, we only got like maybe four to six weeks. Even four with somebody, um, one of the, I don't I can't remember, it was Jonathan U.S., but he was saying that you, by March 15th, the way, you know how they line these, how yeah. things are coming through? Right. By March 15th, he's looking at a possible 50 to 60 degree date. Holy buckets. By so March that's my, 15th. That's my sister's birthday. Oh, well, tell her to get here. You know, she might have something to celebrate. Who knows? We'd be in shorts. There you go. So, you know, folks, come on. Just because it's been Let's one be on top positive. of the other, you know, really, I, I might get, it just gives you a, more opportunity to do stuff in your house, watch movies, get together with friends, have a game night. Go you know outside I mean? and play in the snow. And go play in the snow. That's I was like, one. this is great for sledding, skiing. There you go. Just laying oh, in yes. the snow. Well, not skiing. That's getting a little too athletic. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's skiing, but. 
And one girlfriend took up cross-country skiing. She's been going every day. She has a farm, too. So she made her path, and she gets really mad, though. She gets her path just right, yeah. and then it snows and then again. it snows again, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other day, she was skiing, and uh, her daughter was behind her, and her daughter just busted out laughing. She says, Mom, Duke is riding on your skis. Her dog <laughs> got, was on the back. She, no. was, she couldn't figure out why it was a little bit. She just thought like she hit just a deeper snow. Yeah. You know, and she was wearing no. And then the cat would go and go back and forth in the path in front of her. So the cat was in front. The dog was in back. Yeah, it was so funny. That's too funny. Yeah, that was Kim. Okay, why are fish no... Let's see. Why are fish so bad at basketball? I know the obvious is I get it. I get it. You know, they can't walk. I get that. But think about it. <laughs> I was thinking because they were in water. No. It's something about the hoops. Because the they can't okay, close. swim They don't the like getting too close to the net. Oh. <laughs> All right, that I makes think that's a pretty funny. Sense. Yeah, yeah, that's I pretty. That's they pretty don't good. like getting too close to the net. I thought I'll that was that hilarious. That's pretty funny. Hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. All right, Sue. We're talking to Sue. She's got a blind Persian. That's what, what fifteen years old. How old is yeah. your Persian? She's fourteen. Going fourteen. Okay. Okay. She's now the. Okay. Now, food, question. Food. What food are you feeding your cat? Okay, so I listened to you, and of course, I was feeding her. Um, grain-free until recently, and right now she's on instinct. Okay, dry, canned, what are we doing? Dry. She will not eat anything but dry. Okay, no, she's... tried. Yeah, no, you can. Yeah, just say baby steps. My Bubba, it took me a month and a half to get him over to canned food because he was so carb-addicted. <laughs> right. And so what do you recommend for wet food well uh personally we want to get them over on to grain-free canned food okay so what you do is you take a little bit of the canned food maybe a tablespoon put a little bit of warm water with it and mix a little bit of the dry food with it okay 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 and start out and then pretty soon it's gonna be less and less dry and more and more canned all right Mm-hmm. All right. And then, um, like if you're making hamburger or cutting up chicken or whatever, you know, throw a piece down and see if the cat will eat it. At this age, you know, cats take change hard. Right. right. And so, but all you could do is try. To, to, you know, if you're making an egg, see if the cat will eat some. But you want to get her off that dry, you know, that dry food. And then right. also, okay, now Dr. Jess is going to step up to the plate here. Is Have you had blood and urine tests done recently? Because you said she was I drinking more. I did about. Three months ago, um, I'm just trying to think of what the results were. Um, they, they did a urinalysis. They did um, find that uh, what was it? Um, her thyroid. Um, they they did mention thyroid. They did um, prescribe a medication. I do not have it on her. She's not on it right now. Okay. okay. And then um, um, any blood test did it. Were there any changes in the kidney values? Um, they did not mention that, no. Okay. Uh, so I know I've had persons in the past, and they've, their kidneys had failed at the end. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. so that would be a common cause of that. The only other thing that happened about three months or so ago, and I don't remember exactly, she did have a seizure. Okay. She, really? Um, we got her back from the seizure. We, um, she, My son was here, and... Um, my significant other, he basically, you know, uh-huh. brought her back. So I don't know what that was about. That's the only time she's had that. When was she last vaccinated? Um, it's been probably, I, I, mo- I moved to a new place two years ago, so it was before then. Okay, I, good. 
Yeah. Less I is better at this age. None would be better. Cat. Yeah, none yeah, yeah, would yeah. be better. Yeah, you would never vaccinate this cat again. Okay, okay. so, but, you know, probably what I would do with a cat like this is I would look at um, an herbal blend like Animal Essentials. They make one called Super Immune. Okay. So I would definitely look at that. Um, you know, the dose for a cat is going to be two drops three times a day. Okay. Um, and that kind of thing will just, you know, help her out as she um, ages. Right. Um, especially with something like that, you know, chronic herpes virus um, popping up. And so that's all about the immune system, right? I mean, why does mm-hmm. herpes end up being the gift that keeps on giving? <laughs> because our immune systems are not able to deal with the virus and kind of keep it under control. Would lysine help her with this? You know, I, I rarely use lysine okay. because I rarely see good success with oh, really? it. Okay. Some, some people use it and think that it works, and then I'm like, okay, keep doing that. Okay, yeah. But a lot of times it does nothing. Okay. Is there anything I can do to keep her active? She just, she sleeps a lot. Of course, she's older. She doesn't know what to do with herself. You know, she can't see. Um, she, it, when, when it gets nice outside or in the summertime, we'll let her out on the deck and she'll sit there. But of course, then there will be a motorcycle or a loud car that will go by and then she gets scared. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what to do with her. I mean, she used to be very active. Yeah, but when you go blind, think of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's tough cats, cats. Yeah, cats are a sight animal. You know, birds and mice, you got to, you know. Well, they're also so. scent-oriented. I mean, really, the only thing that you could do is if, uh, you know, if, if she were responsive to eating her food like treats. Ooh. You know, if you could lay out a track throughout your house. That would be cool. And then tell the humans not to walk around for a little while. Yeah, that's right. a good idea. And and see see if that'll work. I mean, it'd probably take her a little while to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Don't right. put, Yeah, that'd be, that's that's a good idea. Um, right. Well, we don't want to feed too much dry, though. But right. What's her right. coat like? Is her coat static, cleany? Oh, she's she's actually pretty staticky right now. Okay. Of course, at this time of year, you get the clumps and stuff, and so I've been trying to cut out the clumps. And of course, you got the hairballs and. Does she um, throw up that, at all? That issue. Does she throw up at all? She does. Oh, and actually, that's another thing. She does throw up. She's been throwing up once in a while i mean like she'll throw up the hairballs but then it seems like after she goes to the bathroom uh-huh. she'll throw up down because her her um litter box is downstairs so she'll go down the steps okay it's carpeted and then she knows where her litter box is and then it seems like like two times this last week she's thrown up downstairs by close to her litter box yeah, it sounds like you need to tackle the humidity in your house, but you also need to get this cat off of dry food. Yep, the dry food. Okay. So, sure. Is yeah, so thing. so make that your your okay. mission. Um, if you got a humidifier, humidifier. Okay, getting okay. them off the dry food and into sure. the grain-free canned food will help out immensely. If you can add okay. some fish oil. Yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. sardines. Sar- yeah, sardines. Yeah, sardines. Yeah. A tiki cat has what's called uh, sardine cutlets. Okay. You know, you could try that. There are such places that, that carry literally a frozen sardine. And, yeah, and something okay. like herpes virus is always going to be worse when the cats are slightly chilled and when they're immunosuppressed. So your okay. job is to kind of reboot her immune system. Sure. So something like standard process feline immune system support, I would get her on a tablet of that twice a day okay. and okay. make sure that your house is warm enough or that she has a warmed area where she can hang out 
and take like a, an electric blanket and you know that's you know get an electric blanket and plug it in and this that could be her perch where she can go lay and be extra warm um and then and also you know make sure that you take her in the bathroom with you and close the door and take a nice hot shower and steam your okay. cat steam your cat <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah because all those things i mean this this is also why you know cats and shelters end up having problems with upper respiratory disease running through is because the cats are often cold and they're very stressed. Oh, that's smart. So, yep, yeah, I mean, smart. this time of year, I think it's kind of hard to keep your house warm. And if you keep your house warmer, then the air dries out yep. even more. It's hard for humidifiers to keep up. But right. then you get more than one humidifier. There you go. Yeah. And so, yeah, so so uh, get on grain-free uh, canned foods. Start out with it. Make a little bit of gravy with warm water. Mix it with mm-hmm. the dry and then slowly try to ro- rotate it over. Mm-hmm. And then, like I say, the... Um, with the the idea of putting food around, once she gets used to the can, you could put it on like maybe you know like the the cap of a baby food jar. You know, put some uh, canned food on top of the can, and then sure. place those caps around so that she can you know because you don't want to put the canned food on your carpet. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? So find something uh, that they she can lick it out with, and, and then yeah, and sometimes cats will eat raw hamburger even if they won't eat canned food. Okay. You know, okay. canned food is is, you know, kind of doctored up. Yeah, it's processed. Whereas, yeah, yeah whereas meat is usually, you know, just it, kind of more plain. Smell, yeah, and it smells good, mm-hmm. too. Because that'd be something, because that would be easier for her to eat if you put just, you know, pieces of, of hamburger around. Because that'd be one lick and she's got it. Because the problem with, the, if you put it in like those little caps... And then when she goes to lick it, that cap is going to slide around. She'll be chasing it around. But that would give her exercise, too, you know, to try to kill. Or frustration. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, frustration. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so we got fish oil. We got more humidity. Put her in the bathroom when you take a shower so that you get rid of it. And then that throwing up will go, putting her go away probably when you get off the dry food. Yeah, probiotic, of course. Okay. Okay, so you got, well, how how can she get a hold of you? She got more questions. Um, Through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. There's a a contact page. Thank you so much. Okay, good luck. You bet. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. We used to have to give our cat uh, a Raja. She was the only long haired cat. You don't have a long, you should not have a long haired cat on a farm. You know, because oh, as they yeah. get older, they get into the hay and they got hay twisted in their coat. And so we finally got to the point where I was lucky enough somebody would come to the house and they give her a lion cut. They literally buzzed her in the spring. But <laughs> then in the winter, then I think it was like mid August, she would come and not buzz her down. Give her the lion cut, but not down, down. So she had a thick enough coat by the time winter came, you know, so that she could be outside. But she didn't get knotted like, oh, man, she got knotted so bad. It was just crazy. Yeah, earlier this month, it was really weird. My miniature horse had this giant snow. Okay, hold on. We got to go. Hold on a sec. Where do skunks like to sit in church? Where do skunks like to sit in church? We'll be back. Hello. Okay, we're winding it down. And okay, what? Boy, wait, 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 here, here, okay. Where do skunks like to sit in church? Do you have an idea there, Carly? Um, well, something with a pew. Okay. Yeah. The front pew? Yay! <laughs> the front pew! Yeah. Very good. Bam, look at that. <laughs> shazam, shazam. There we go. 
All right. I knew I was going to get one of them. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for coming down to my uh, level. Hey, there you go. There you go. We had it. I, I wanted Both to cow on jokes a, were a little too advanced for me. Yeah, I wanted an up note there. Okay. So now you got some for your, your uh, children. Yes. Uh, this this week, your first grade or your kindergartners. I mean. Yes, Aww. my kindies. Okay, let's try to grab this last call before we go. Sounds good. We have Jan on the line. She has a question about an itchy dog. Okay. Hey, Jan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. What kind of dog? How old? Uh, rescue. Mostly terrier, about a year old. Terrier, are we talking a pit, or what are we doing here? No. Okay, terrier as in 10 pounds? Uh, 25. Okay. Okay, and then how old? Uh, about a year. And then what food do you feed? Uh, Nutrisource. Excellent. And so what's going on? <laughs> um, about a month ago, he just he's, he's itchy all the time. Okay. And Aww. a lot of scratching, and just recently started, last few days, started chewing on his front paw. Yep. Okay, uh, the, uh, I'm not even going to answer this, Katie, because you are now a pro. <laughs> you told me yeah. the Gilligan story. Yeah, my Gilligan did the same thing. You know, I'm feeding good food, you know, mostly raw, you know, good supplements and whole kid boodle. And anyway, and so what I found out, so I, I bumped up his uh, omegas, you know, threes, because I thought he was lacking in that. Well, then Jess told me, we'll add some more fat, you know, to the diet. And so I started adding some more fat, and he was just totally on raw. And then I gave him some extra virgin coconut oil, and then green, green, tri- yeah, green tripe. Yep, green tripe. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. well then I ran out of that, and so I I was giving him some uh, freeze dried, and within three days of not getting the you know the raw and such like that, he started itching again. Okay, then also I I, I humid I put got my humidifier out. So that helped, but okay. that fat, more fat in the diet is what I concluded is that because now that he's on the freeze-dried, which does not have the fat like the regular real stuff does, and like I said, I ran out of everything, and so right back to itching he went because he was itching like crazy oh, a couple months ago. And so then, like I said, I'm like, wait a minute, and I asked Jess, and so she said, add more fat, and I did, but then, like I said, I also did, did the humidifier, bumped up the omegas, but like I just thought it was interesting, three days on freeze-dried, and my God. Now he's an itching machine, and so now <laughs> I got to get some, get him, you know, get some more of my raw. Because like I said I totally, I thought I had some in the freezer, and I went down there. It's like I know it's here somewhere, and I'm digging through there, and we goes, "What are you doing?" I know he's got food in here. He says, "Kate, no, that last one was oh fine." So anyway, so by adding more fat, adding the humidifier, do you give any fish oil at all? No, I don't. Okay, yeah, do the fish oil. Okay. Uh, how many pounds did you say? Twenty five. About twenty five. Because uh, I use the Springtime Inc. Uh, SpringtimeInc.com. I right. use their fish oil. Or you, if you do, you take fish oil. I do not. Okay, because for that size, um, I don't even know uh, what is it, five hundred milligrams to a thousand, somewhere in there. Okay, sure. And then um, what else do I got him on? Yeah, and so, so oh, coconut extra virgin coconut mm-hmm. oil. I right. got him. So, so it's helpful to start feeding some real food if yep. you haven't done that yet. Yep. All right. So he would, he would really like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, get yourself a balanced raw food and uh, from, you know, a pet food store and start adding that. And then also, like, once you get that down, then it's helpful to um, add some extra fat. And so really something that you can do right away is to add tripe. Yep. And tripe is really, really good for dogs. It's about half fat, half protein, but it must be fresh, frozen, green tripe. And where does one get that? Uh, pet food stores will carry it. If you go to greentripe.com, right. they, they have a find a retailer drop down menu that'll okay. you know okay. show you who's near you. Would that be a Chuck and Don's thing? I don't yes. know. Do they carry it? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, and but um, you don't want to get tripe that is prepared for humans. All right. Or canned tripe for dogs. So nothing cooked, which is canned, 
And the stuff that is made for humans, even if it's raw, it's been bleached. Yeah, it's no longer green. <laughs> yeah, and you want the green tripe. Tripe is... I, I had, Five people in my office last week saying, "Is that some kind of a fish?" Yeah. No, it is cow intestines. Yes, yeah, okay. it's gross to think about it. So don't think of it like that. Yes, just think tripe. Oh, isn't that a cute word? <laughs> yeah. When when you thaw it out, it will smell like a oh, cow yeah, died in thing. your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good for dogs. Yeah, so All incredibly right. good for them. Good so, no. Yeah, greentripe dot dot com. Okay. Well, as long as I have you, yes. Um, he, he's doing this right now. He tends to walk behind us and pokes. The backs of our, like our, our knee pits. Okay. What is that? Is he hurting Isn't us? That cute? Yeah. They, 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 yeah. My, that little chico does that too. Yeah, no, what it is is a move along and just touching you. Uh, he's in your space. Get him out of your space. Okay. And so what I would do is I would carry either a shake can, pop can, rinsed out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it, right. and just carry it with you. And as he comes up behind you, just do a quick turn around to the side. You don't have to turn all the way around. Just twist at the waist, shake the can, and say, back. Okay, and then as soon as he backs away, just say thank you. Don't say good boy. They get some all nutsy in the headsy, yeah. and just continue walking <laughs> forward. And if he tries to come up behind you, give him a warning. Ah 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 ah, back. Okay, and if he doesn't, shake the can. Ah, back, and just kind of back up towards him, you know. And so then try to redirect. Where's your ball? Where's you know what I mean? Get him onto something else. Okay, sure. but see what I want is back. I want you to back out of my space. Get out of my space. That's why I want to. I want him to just you know. Back up, get yeah, out of my like, stuff. Right, but like, what what is he doing though? What, no, yeah, but Katie, like my little dog Chico, who I took through training with mm-hmm, you last mm-hmm. year. I mean, you saw what a nervous little Nelly he is. Yep, yep. And so he does that because he, you know, he won't come up to me front wise. Right. Yep. But he'll come up like he wants to be near me, but he always so he's always behind me because he's more comfortable there. Mm-hmm, yep. Because yep. he's such a nervous little dog. Right. And so the thing, but he doesn't need to touch you. Okay. Yeah. And so that's the thing is, is that he can follow you if he wants to or right next to you, but he doesn't need to be poking at you. So that's why, you know, don't be like coming down. Now, is, is this dog, what's his personality like? Is he a nervous Nelly or is he a... No. Okay. No, so he's, a, he's brassy? Not really. No, he's just, he's very cozy. Okay. We got, we're very fortunate. Okay. So, so, but use the word, just don't shake the can. What word are you trying to teach him? It's going to, I teach, it would be the word back, you know, back up, get, okay. up, get away from me. Okay. And so the thing is, is that he could follow me if he wants, but that's another thing that people don't realize. A dog that follows you from room to room is a dog that is super, does not have confidence and it will have, has major separation anxiety because mm-hmm. a lot of people take it, Oh, look at how much he loves me. He's got to go from room to room. No, that screams anxiety ridden <laughs> and lack of confidence that he cannot be in a room by himself without you and so that means you need more training you need to you know build that you know confidence but if he's just being you know like i say uh who knows maybe he's got a little bit of hurting maybe corgi or something in there he wants you to like hey well, i want you over this way and so by bumping you might send you into a different direction okay mm-hmm. so that's what i would do i would you know just kind of either the can or you could take a hair mister fill it with water set it on stream and then you know it's kind of we do have that Okay, yeah, this kind of turn. Don't turn and face him. Just turn so you can get, you know, get him. You know what I mean? You know, blast him in the face. Try not to turn all the way so your face is to him. Okay. And the reason is, is because you want to portray that your back is to him. You want to, because otherwise, when you say, as you're walking and he's coming up behind you, you should be able to say, "Uh uh-uh, back, and he's going to back away. But otherwise, if you say back and you turn all the way around, then he's going to figure if you say back, you know, with your back to him, then unless you turn around, you're not going to mean it. Right. You know what? Have you taken him to training at all? We've had some personal training in the house, but not 
Okay, I, I would I would take this dog through training class because at least one. Yeah. Because you have to develop a, a way to communicate with him. Right. Yeah. A relationship. Yeah. And so basically, he's, you know, you, and it takes a while to develop that. That's just kind of practice. Mm-hmm. But it's helpful to find a trainer to work with consistently. And I, I love the challenge of a big class with noise and yeah. other people and yeah. other dogs. Yeah, every dog should go through an obedience class because yeah. it, it's just you and the dog. That's the only He only knows you in the room. And so he's got to, okay, what are we going to do? What do you need mm-hmm. from me? Mm-hmm. And then you start building that teamwork. So that yeah. definitely, because when you have trainers come to the house, you know, I do that too. You know, but the thing is, it's not. Training builds on its, you know, from one thing to another to another. And so to have an overall well-mannered dog, you have to do it all together. Okay, we got to head out, okay? All right, thank you. You have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Jess. How can they get a hold of you? Uh, Through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. Okay, on to the Oscars tonight. Are you watching it, Carly, tonight, or are you doing homework? Probably watching and doing homework. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, you guys. Don't hide your dogs. Train them, and we will see you next week.